are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week alongside Jay Stevens, host of Locked On Buckeyes. I'm Nate Dickinson. We're looking at the Big Ten draft prospects as the draft week starts up here as we take a look at the Big Ten's best players out there available. I, I wanted to at least be able to go back and forth with Jay on where we're at right now on the best prospects in the Big Ten. And Jay, there's a lot of them to be able to go through here in this conference. Uh, I mean, we've talked, I, I got to say, I've given a lot of credit to the basketball prospects that are coming out in the NBA draft this season. But as we get into, of course, draft week this week, I feel like I haven't given enough credit to the people in the Big Ten football season who have been able to really pull out and make themselves known. And there's a lot of really, really good first round draft picks who are going to be able to make their name known here this week. Yeah, I mean, you look at the list and I was kind of thinking the same thing as I was putting this thing together about how many really good, talented players, not just first-round talent, but even a lot of guys that will go day two that you kind of kind of forget about. It's, but you, of course, we're coming off the heels of basketball season, so basketball's on our mind. We just saw numerous players going to the tournament. But as you look and see the list of players that are here, you're reminded that the Big Ten, they play good football. I know that they may not get talked about much on the national air, airwaves, but Big Ten plays not only good team football, but they play a lot of individuals that are really good. And we're going to see a lot of guys get their names called the first round of this upcoming NFL draft. It's going to be really fun to watch. And as we get into draft week here, Jay, I got to ask, I want to start off and kind of go through the Big Ten's best players here. And I, I figure the best way to do that is to just kind of go one by one as to where we think the best stock is for every single player here on the big 10. So we'll kind of go through a draft here as you and I go back and forth. And I am going to take the first pick and take the easy pick here and take Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan. He's an edge rusher who is in high demand apparently here in this draft class. He is arguably going to be the number one overall pick. I don't know exactly how that's all going to play out as we get through the week here, but at the very least, as things stand right now, Aiden Hutchinson is the number one guy, at least out of the big 10. And it's going to be debatable whether or not he's going to be the number one guy overall here in this NFL draft. He's at least as far as what we have in the big 10 right now, a pure, pure prospect as it gets. He is, and he came on late this year. He had a good had a good final year in college football, but he came on late, and he is a player that you watch him on the film. If you just want to watch the Ohio State game specifically and say what makes how, – how does he look at the biggest game of the year? He had his best game in the biggest game of the year in the regular season, and that was perfect timing. All the eyeballs are on you. You know that the scouts are going to be in attendance. The scouts are going to be watching at home, and he had one of those games where it's like, okay, like – People are trying to grasp and trying to figure out who's going to be the best player, who's the best prospect in this upcoming class. 
Aiden Hutchinson to many is that option, and you can't really go wrong with it. If you're going number one, you want a guy that can make an instant impact right now, Hutch can be your guy. Well, I, I take the number one overall pick here as far as what we're looking at here in the Big Ten, partly because I wanted to see what exactly you would do here with the number two pick because it's a whole lot up for grabs as far as who you're going to take here. And as our Locked On Buckeyes host, I know that there are a whole lot of uh, implications as far as Ohio State goes as to what you're thinking of here going into this draft. So I, I do want to hear from you. Who is what you think as far as if I'm taking Hutchinson one, which is at least as far as the Big Ten goes, I think a pretty clear number one pick. Who's the second guy taken here out of the Big Ten? This is tough. This is very, very tough. Um, probably tougher than I thought it was going to be because I have three guys right here on my list that can be easily number two. Mm -hmm. um, one guy is at a school that doesn't get that much attention. Um, another guy's at a school. The first the top two guys are linemen. One guy's a receiver. Um, we're going big board wise, not going draft pick, what team, team needs are, um, which is making this very, very hard for me because uh, I'm kind of torn between all three of them. And I'm saying this on purpose because I have no idea. I didn't pick this beforehand because I had no idea what order I was going to go. Um, I'm going to go with George Carl Loftus from the uh, Ed's rusher from Purdue. Um, I'm up in the air about that one, but I do think, though, with his athleticism, 6'6", 265, and his ability to be a quick, immediate pass rusher at the next level, um, could be a little stand-up two-point um, two stance defensive end or hand to the ground that can be an instant impact in both the rushing game and the pass rush game. He's going to be one of those guys that is going to be someone that people should look after and not gloss over. Um, Pro Football Focus had him pretty high in their grading for the entire year. Um, which is kind of where I did a lot of my looking as far as like, what did they look at versus what did other, other, other people look at? You might see some people say Carl Loftus is um, 15 to 20, maybe even 21, 22. It's all up for grabs, but I think he was more consistent overall this year based on the talent on his team um, than Garrett Wilson was. And I think Garrett Wilson was great. I mean, he's not another guy on my list. You can't go wrong with Garrett Wilson. Can't go wrong with the other player on my list. Um, but I mean, I'm going George Carl Loftus number two on the big board for the Big Ten. Well, you took my next pick right there from me. I'm going to go Garrett Wilson. If we're talking about Big Ten prospects, if I'm taking Hutchinson first and you're not going to take an Ohio State receiver, I got to take Garrett Wilson off the board here. He is a, an incredible prospect. I, I mean, we've talked about what these Ohio State receivers can do here before. They're guys who can go at different levels of the field, be able to immediately make an impact right away at an NFL level. So as far as all that's concerned, I mean, you talk about guy like George Karloftis, it's a pretty safe pick. I think Garrett Wilson, as far as we're talking about wide receivers there, a pretty safe pick as well, as far as what you're getting out there, as far as that position. And he's, I mean, like I said, if, I, if I'm trying to take as far as the best players out of the Big Ten in this draft. If I'm getting Hutchinson and Wilson out of it, I'm feeling pretty good going forward if those are my first two picks. 
you know, Nate, if we were picking teams, I probably would have gone a different route. If we're like, hey, like your five versus my five, I probably would have gone a different road. Um, right. I do think, though, we, you have Hutch and you have Garrett Wilson. Sometimes I call him GW. Um, that's phenomenal. Now I'm going to go uh, with the fourth pick in our big board for here for the Big Ten. I'm going with another lineman. Now you guys might say, Jay, why are you going in? Why are you going lineman? Because my two picks, I do believe they're going to be instant impact guys. Um, Hutchinson went one. Um, I went Carl Loftus two. Garrett Wilson was three for for Nate. I am going with Tyler Lindenbaum, center from Iowa. Another surefire can't miss pick. Uh, you guys are probably trying to see a little uh, tradition and in, in path for me. I just want the guys that you can't miss on. Like Garrett Wilson, can you miss? Probably not. But I know I'm not missing with George Karloftis. I know I'm not missing with Lindenbaum. Um, honestly, you could have made you could have made him number three if you wanted to take him over Garrett Wilson. Uh, I don't think there would have been a problem with that. 6'2", 296-pound center. I think my biggest thing with him is not just his blocking ability on the interior, but his intelligence. And I think as a center, when you're calling out all the line calls, that's one of the biggest things that I think is overlooked is your brains. And I think he has the mental capacity and the, and the smarts and the wits to lead and off at the line for 10 plus years in the national football league, which is not easy to do. You're taking the smart picks. I, I mean, as far as Carl Loftus and Linderbaum go, they're, they're guys who, if you're looking at like the trying to get the next 10 years of NFL prospect out of these guys, those are the safe picks. They're guys that you feel like you can immediately plug into your NFL team and they're going to be able to be impactful right away. We'll get into more here with Jay in just a second here as we continue on Locked On Big Ten. He's taken a couple of guys that, quite frankly, I had on my list. So we'll try and regroup and get back here with Jay here with more in just a second. It's one of the most important times of the sports calendar. Basketball playoffs are in full swing. Hockey playoff runs are coming up soon. Baseball is back in season as well. All sorts of different things to put your money on, and you can put it all in one place at Bet Online. Your place to go for all of your sports gambling needs, for all the lines, bets, and anything else that you can put together, parlays, stuff like that. Head on over to Bet Online and get your money in the right spot while getting the information that you need to to make sure it's going in the right places. Bet online is where the game starts. One place, a one-stop shop for all of your sports betting needs. Back on Locked On Big Ten, everything you need to know about the conference every day of the week alongside Jay Stevens, host of the Locked On Buckeyes. I'm Nate Dickinson. We're going back and forth picking the best prospects here in the Big Ten, or at least uh, drafting through what we think things stand at here at the start of the week. It's so crazy as we get into draft week, things can become so different from here when we're starting at the start of the week up until when things actually get going. But it it is my pick as we go forward here in our little mock draft. And I'm going to go back over to my golden Gophers in Minnesota. I'm going to take boy Mafe, edge rusher, a guy who has pretty much all of the intangibles as far as like when we're looking at uh, the 40 yard dash time, the stuff you're looking for for a corner, he's an edge rusher, 6'4, 261. Going to be somebody who can make an impact right away. And if we're looking at somebody who's kind of one of those prototypes, and there's more than one of these out of Minnesota, 
he's somebody who has like all of the intangible numbers and stuff as far as like the 40 yard dash and things like that go and he he's someone who like whoever takes him in the nfl is going to be salivating to try and get him to whatever it is that they want out of the prospect he's someone who has all the physical stuff but then whoever drafts him is going to be going like okay I can get this guy ready for pro football. Yeah, he's uh, he's he could be a, he could be a game changer. He could be one of those guys that once he's there in the NFL, as you said so well, um, teams are going to love him, absolutely love him. Now, with the sixth pick, somewhat of our uh, mock draft for Big Ten NFL draft prospects, um, I would feel bad, and I do think people listening would say, "Why is the Ohio State guy not taking an Ohio Ohio State player? Why is as he not yet?" Why is it pick number six? Well, I couldn't go through six picks without picking an Ohio State player if there's one left on the board. So with the sixth pick in our uh, big board, mock draft four, uh, locked on Big Ten, I got Chris Alave, wide receiver from The Ohio State University, six foot, 187-pound wide receiver. I like to call him, Nate, the smooth operator. He's one of those guys that looks quick, smooth, fast, ran a 4-3 at the combine. One of those guys, if you need, if you need a catch kind of, um, your kind of your possession receiver, a wide receiver two on a team. I do think Chris Olave is that guy. Now, can he be a wide receiver one? Absolutely. But I do think instantly right now he's more wide receiver two, growing into potentially the number one role for an NFL team. But you cannot go wrong. Numerous teams I know have their sights set on him. Wherever he goes in the, in the NFL, I expect big things from him. What is it that separates him outside of, because we talked about this before, Jay. It's hard to separate these two different Ohio State wide receivers. I feel like we're at the point where like Garrett Wilson's going to go first and then Chris Olave will be somewhere after. What is it that makes him a distinguishable NFL wide receiver over the point where other players at the same point I mean, of other big, other Big Ten players, even like Jahan Dotson, what puts him over those kind of guys as our Ohio State expert? I think it, I think it's consistency, and I think for Jahan Dotson's case, this isn't a knock against him as a player. The quarterback that he quarterbacks that he had just weren't the caliber that could get him the ball in rolls consistently. They made quite a few mistakes, and so it kind of was one of those. Uh, qualities or intangibles that was out of his control. Like you can't control who the quarterback is. The coach is going to recruit the quarterback that he believes is best that fits his offense based off who he can get. So I think that was one of the bigger things. I do think Jahan Dotson would have been a, been a big piece at Ohio state. Jahan Dotson was just kind of not that guy due to sometimes the quarterback play, but Chris Olave was just the just consistent man. Like his consistently, his ability to beat you deep with his speed, um, with the crossing routes or the slant routes and things like that. I think Chris Olave kind of separated himself that way apart from Jahan Dotson. They're both really good receivers. Um, but I'm just, just going to be honest with you. The quarterbacks at Penn State possibly hurt Jahan Dotson in the way that he's viewed as an NFL draft prospect. I agree. I agree. I I'm going to continue along where we're at here in this little mock draft we have going and stay with the University of Minnesota because the Gophers have a pair of different guys who are kind of just physical specimen as far as football players go. You've got the player I mentioned before already, Boy Mafe, 
But then also Daniel Falaye has a chance to be potentially the biggest NFL player ever, just straight up based on his measurements. He's potential first round pick right now, three, six foot eight, 380 pounds. I mean, this is someone who, if you're asking me, needs to go to the right team to be able to really, really have an impact in the National Football League. But at least where he stands right now is going to be picked by somebody at some point in the first few rounds here this week. And I'm trying to figure out exactly where he fits in, but he's without a doubt, if you ask me, somebody who's going to be able to make an impact right away. And that's what teams are looking for. They are. They're looking for the uh, uh, impact right away. Um, you say he's 6'8", 380. Is that the correct height and weight? I, that, that's at least what I looked at at the, at the site I'm looking at now. It's somewhere around there as far as the official NFL measurements. I could find that actually too real quick. But it was rivaling when he gets drafted. I know for a fact it was rivaling like if he gets on a 53-man roster, he's going to be the – biggest as far as weight goes NFL player of all time that's insane that's insane <laughs> I knew he's massive on the field I remember when Ohio State played in week one I'm like I know he's big but he's even bigger when you see him like consistently play after play after play um but yeah I mean he's he's someone that might have to shave a few pounds but even if he doesn't he's going to make an impact I think he's going to be one of those players um that teams will love, absolutely love. Work ethic is there. Just happens to be that he is a big, bigger human being. Mm-hmm. It's I, I just looked it up real quick. Six eight three eighty four is what the official NFL.com measurements have him at. So, yeah, he's going to be a big, big impact wherever he ends up at. I don't know if that's first round, second round, third round, wherever it is, but. Yeah, he's going to be a big deal. Uh, Jay, do you have one, one more guy, anybody else before we let you go? I do, actually. This is go a ahead. player that I do believe people have been sleeping on quite a bit. Uh, a player that if he was not opposite Aiden Hutchinson um, and he had somebody else on the other side, would have gotten more attention. But I do think he would have gotten a lot of praise, a lot more praise than he did this year. Um, even though he did get a lot of praise for his play on the defensive end, uh, defensive end position, edge rusher, edge defender, Six foot four, 250 pound David Ojabo, another guy that I think is going to turn heads in the NFL instantly. Now, once again, I'm going to another lineman. I do think linemen, the ones that I have picked, have are guys that are, if we're drafting, I pick these guys quickly and easily. But big board wise, I still think that he's a top 10, top eight type of guy in Ojabo at the edge. Speed, athleticism, different pass rush combinations, uh, and the tools that he has in his bag, they quickly translate to the National Football League. Jabo, as well as, I mean, I guess a number of different guys here, even out of just the Big Ten, the position is so deep, mm-hmm. this draft, that it, it's easy to talk about. I mean, the Hutchinsons and the best guys here without – and forgetting to talk about a guy like Ojabo or anybody else. It's just, again, that position is so, so deep here in this particular class 
I mean, NFL teams aren't going to forget about it, but it's easy for us to forget about it when talking about it. So it's, of course, important to have somebody like you on here to remind us, of course, that, that <laughs> there's the eyes who are that that important that it's hard to kind of just keep track of exactly everybody who is so, so talented coming out of the Big Ten again. Jay, thank you for coming on here and just breaking down a little bit of things with us here. It'll be interesting to see how things break down when we get into the draft later this week. But uh, of course, always nice to have a couple of minutes to talk to you about where we think at least things stand right now. Yeah, Nate, it's fun. Uh, the draft is here this week. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but um, well, let me look this up really quick. There was an announcement of a player, not football-wise, but basketball-wise, that decided to stay in school. I don't know why this name escaped me when I first looked, thought about it. Hunter Dickinson has decided to uh, stay in Michigan for one more year. He had a little picture he tweeted, I ain't done yet. So um, a little more Michigan news there. Michigan Wolverine fans, I'm sure, will love that news that um, – Dickinson is not leaving Ann Arbor. Means a lot for Michigan basketball. And of course, we'll talk about it later here on Locked On Big Ten. Jay, thanks for taking a few minutes here to just chat with us about everything going on as we lead up to the NFL draft later this week. Of course, a lot of Ohio State implications to go with it. And we'll talk to you next week about where all these Ohio State receivers, of course, more importantly, end up here as the draft continues in the first couple of rounds. Jay, thanks for spending a couple of minutes here and talking Big Ten with us. We'll talk to you again soon. If you're someone who tries to stay healthy, stay in shape, keep your body in tune, it's hard to know exactly which way you should go. There's all sorts of different ways to get your nutrients and diet and things like that, all sorts of different guidelines, but some people might just want something simple, easy, and get you everything that you want out of a nutrition product. Athletic Greens is exactly that. Working with 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. The blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, just about everything. This is a product that gets it all done in one. I'm somebody who... While I'm not always working perfectly to keep myself fit, when I am, I want to stay on the straight and narrow. I want to make sure that there is nothing that I'm missing when it comes to making sure that I'm healthy. And Athletic Greens has it covered for everything. It's lifestyle friendly. So if you're working on a diet, paleo, keto, if you're vegan, it gets all of that checked on the boxes. You can do any of that stuff with Athletic Greens if you're dairy free, if you're gluten free, all that. Less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting good. It costs less than $3 a day to get going with Athletic Greens. It has more than 7,000 five-star reviews recommended by professional athletes and more trusted by leading health experts as well. It's everything that you want out of a product that can get you what you need in your body. And to make it easier to get started, Athletic Screens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com, athletic, singular, greens.com slash college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash slash college to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional 
Insurance Athletic Greens. Back in on Locked On Big Ten, Nate Dickinson with you here. Thanks again to Jay for joining the show. Of course, before we let you go, all the news that we didn't get to and everything you may have missed over the day in Big Ten news, over the weekend in Big Ten news too. Big news in basketball, the return of Hunter Dickinson, announcing he'll come back for another year at Michigan to play for the Wolverines. This immediately makes Michigan, if you ask me at least, surely the top team going into next season in the Big Ten. Wolverines were already there with some speculation that Dickinson may come back. They were the odds-on favorite, at least right now. The best odds to win the national championship out of anyone in the conference. But getting Dickinson back makes this team, one, just stable again. We talked about it a lot with Kofi Coburn. He and Dickinson not only are great players, but they change the way that these teams are going to go into next season. They can still work that ball through Hunter Dickinson inside now. Jawan Howard is able to keep doing the kind of offense that he had been doing pretty much all year instead of having to adjust and switch to one more focused on the perimeter and on other guys who are still continuing to grow with that team. So with Dickinson back, maybe a guy like Musa Diabate also comes back. We'll see what ends up happening with the prospects still up in the air. But Dickinson's return, I think, makes them a contender, possibly again right away, at least in the conversation. Andy Katz agrees with me. He tweeted out earlier today. Uh, he had them in a new top teams list for next season at number five, the Wolverines. So it's a big, big, impactful move. We were talking when we talked about national championship odds. Michigan's a team where you might want to jump on them now because the unknown is now known, and their odds are obviously going to get better or worse, I guess, depending. They're going to get better to win the national championship. But with Michigan now, a team, I think, again, ready and poised to be kind of what Purdue was this season in that they're that team that's just kind of always in the national conversation always floating around somewhere in the top 10. And to be completely fair, it was Purdue and Michigan who were supposed to be those teams this year. So if the Wolverines at least don't slip up in the same way they did at the beginning of this season, next season I think Michigan is, at least at the start of things, going to be what they were already. A frontrunner in the Big Ten, but now an easy, easy frontrunner, I think, going into November. Hunter Dickinson coming back makes them easily the most stable team that the Big Ten has right now as far as teams that are actually going to be competing for things next season. Other news around the Big Ten, Ohio State tennis wins its 15th straight Big Ten regular season title. Big Ten tennis tournament brackets are out. Ohio State, the one seed on both the men's and the women's side. It was that men's team that won its 15th straight regular season title over the weekend. Basketball news, West Virginia University transfer Sam McNeil is headed to Ohio State. The guard averaged 12 points per game last season for the Mountaineers, had also visited Indiana before heading to Columbus, and is now a member of the Buckeyes. If Malachi Branham ends up staying out of the NBA draft or out of the Buckeyes staying in the NBA draft, that'll be a big, big help to the Ohio State offense. Other news. Michigan won the Big Ten women's golf title over the weekend. Congratulations to them. And I believe that's all we got. Yeah, tournament brackets are out. Michigan winning the golf title, going up and down. Yeah, that's about it. So 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Locked On Big Ten. We'll be back tomorrow with everything you may have missed throughout the day in Big Ten news, too. Well, until then, Nate Dickinson here with Locked On.